what we have among us today in Christianity are people more interested in hobbies instead of holiness, amusements instead of the Almighty, and personal preferences instead of the person of Christ. But you will not find hobbies and amusements or personal preferences in Jesus' words or anywhere else in Scripture when it comes to the glory of Christ. And it's not because they didn't have those issues back then. If it were good and right to have affinity-based churches, they would have in the first century. In fact, people tried to have a Jewish church, but Paul wouldn't allow it. People in the church at Corinth tried to rally behind their favorite ministry leader personality, but Paul wouldn't have anything to do with it. Superficial areas of unity that we see outside the church, what we see in the world, are not to be the unifying features of the church today. So what does Jesus say? Does he give us any help in this area as to what is to be the basis of our unity? He prays for us to share a unity, but around what? What holds us together or what anchors us? What does he tell us? Does he just let us choose what it is to be? In verse 21, he prays, Just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us. And then in verse 23, he says, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one. So what is the ground or the basis or the anchor of the unity Jesus is speaking of? Well, the first thing to understand is that he's not speaking of uniformity. We are not all supposed to look the same, speak the same. One of the features you'll notice in this Trinitarian unity that Jesus is speaking of is the distinctiveness of the roles or the persons, the Father, the Son, and us. So Jesus is not speaking of an institutionalized unity. If he's not talking about that, then what exactly does he mean? Well, to understand how the Father is in the Son, and the Son in the Spirit, and Jesus in us, and we in him, well, that's an increasingly complex notion. But one thing we can say it is a Trinitarian spiritual reality. Remember what it says in John chapter 15, verse 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home or our dwelling place with him. That's a spiritual reality. Well, what has Jesus been teaching the disciples in this entire conversation from chapters 14 through 16? He's told them that the Holy Spirit is coming. He will be with you. He will be your comforter, and he will be the anchor, the ground of your unity. So listen, I don't lock arms with people and go to war with people by my side simply because we share the same skin color or we share the same hobbies or because we have the same personality type, but rather because we share the same indwelling Spirit of God who is transforming our lives day by day. When you pray today, please remember Marco Gaspar and his family, our missionaries in Portugal. Also remember the Sukuma Life Word broadcast that's heard in Tanzania.